0: One,
1: two, three, four. Yeah, the roster had 89 guys on and 12 male coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So a room of over 100 guys. And I, like, walk in and, like, obviously, like, heads turn. And I'm so nervous. Like, it's really, really intimidating. And I remember, like, only a couple guys knew that I was, like, actually, like, here um, to play. Um, most of them had no idea who I were, like, I remember some of the guys were like, oh yeah, I thought you were like Mason's girlfriend. I thought you were the team Mm. trainer. And I'm like, no, like I'm your teammate, right?
0: Hi everyone. Welcome back to the Well Now What Podcast. I'm putting this episode a little bit later, but I hope everyone has had a good week so far. We're in the full swing of falls. One of my favorite times of the year. And if you're new here, my name is Savannah. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm from Vancouver, Canada. I started this about over a year ago now, which is crazy. Um, I started after I graduated post-BCOM, I went to UVic, and I was feeling these well-now-what, these post-grad blues. So I started the podcast, and initially it was a little bit more career-focused, so well-now-what am I supposed to do after school? And now I do still have those conversations, but it's really just those well-now-what moments in life, whether that's about relationships... You know friendships breakups mental health you know everything in between obviously career too so i've just been having some really amazing conversations they've been so fun so if you're a new listener thanks for hopping on this is a really good episode christy is so sweet we talk about her journey being the first female player in the ncaa football team and to score which is amazing so she goes to sfu and she's on a team of 70 or 80 plus guys, which was crazy. So that was huge for her to navigate, and you know, for, from like the locker rooms where it's just like a boys' club. You know, to be taken seriously and going on those trips. Um, You know, she definitely had her struggles there, but now she's super close with all of them. And she's had a really supportive family, friends and coaches, which is really nice to hear. And she talks about also just like body confidence and lifting and, you know, trying to balance a social life and how that's also difficult. And we talked about the struggles of school and how much she encourages young females to try out for those sports that they've been wanting to try. If it's football, she's always there. She'll, I'll put all her links in the show notes if you want to reach out to her. And then as well as we end with some fun rapid fire questions, such as some embarrassing stories she's had with the guys on the football team, as well as dating and how she meets new guys and what they think of her on a football team. So that was a really fun episode and let's get straight into it. I'm joined by Christy Elliott. Christy is currently a 21-year-old student at Simon Fraser University. It's in Burnaby. So if you don't know where that is, it's in Vancouver-ish. And she's also on the SFU football team, and she's the first Canadian woman to play and score in an NCAA football team. And her story, I was reading about it. It's actually really funny how she joined. Um, it started off with like a $40 bet with another player um, entailing her kicking a 40-yard field goal. And she was on the track team, but she'd never played football before. And that didn't stop her. And she was able to obviously make it, get a recording of it. And then from there, she got a bunch of messages and got in touch with the coach. And then her story kind of goes on from there. Um, but I'm just really excited to chat with her. I've never or I think I've had one football athlete or star before, which was really fun. And it's not a sport that I'm really I don't know much about. So I'm excited to learn from you and to kind of dig into. Um, learn more about your story so thanks for coming on
1: cool thank you for having me it's funny you say that too because like my football knowledge is still (laughs) I'm still learning too so it's gonna be a nice one for both of us yeah hell yeah
0: yeah. cool so um with my guests I like to talk about you know before we get into what you're doing right now prior so What made Christy, Christy? Like, what were you like in your childhood? Were you always really athletic? Did you know what you wanted to do for school? So kind of like walk me through that.
1: Okay, yeah. So growing up, my parents probably put me in every single sport. Like I've I've done everything. Um, Name a sport, I've probably done it. Uh, Most of the sports, they didn't last long. I probably just tried them for a year or less to see how things went. I guess like my parents wanted to expose me just to everything, see what I did like. Um, So I played soccer for 12 years. I was on the same team for all 12 of those years. And I played it just because I loved playing soccer. I loved the group of girls I was with. I tried baseball. I tried volleyball just to see, get the foundation just to be an athlete, right? So I I always loved doing sports and I did excel at them from a young age. Uh, And then when I got into high school, I decided that I wanted to focus on one or two sports just because in grade eight I think I did like eight sports I was like okay this is way too much to do um cannot handle all this so I ended up doing track and I was a hurdler and then I just continued to play soccer just for fun and then soccer I guess led me to football which we'll talk about after but yeah I was uh doing 100 meter hurdles and 400 meter hurdles um at a high level and um I just love the I love love to compete and go out there. Um, It's obviously a big individual sport and I just love competing against other people. So I was like, hey, this is like the sport for me hurdles too. It's not very popular. Not a lot of people do it. So I was like, hey, this is a great way for me to like get really good and like hopefully I can compete at a high level when I'm older. And that's why I went to university to do track and field. And then for my school, I don't like school that much. It's okay. Um, (laughs) I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, with my school, uh until I guess like a year and a half ago um Mm -hmm. like growing up I like maybe want to be a teacher like something like that just like I like helping people I like sports so I was like hey, like what could I do that involves both of those Mm -hmm. so I went to school for my undergrad degree and took psych because I was like hey like I love social interactions like this is something that like I could be good at um in my field so I was like hey like what could I do that incorporates like sports psych Well, obviously that's sports psych so i was like hey like <laughs> this is cool it's like not a big field like i don't know anybody that like has like a degree in like sports psychology necessarily but i was like reaching out to people and like sfu alumni like football alumni had like connections i was like talking to people and i was like okay like sports psych and kicking have a lot in common this is really cool because i can use what i've learned through my experience of playing football to help other people this is really cool like learning about like for like kicking in general too it's like a big mental game so like I want to use what I've learned through like my experiences of playing football to help other athletes um with their mental game so that's where, where I am kind of with school mm-hmm. and I think like I could be really successful doing that just with My previous background now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Very cool. So you've played a lot of different sports and you're like helping people. So do you know what you're like truly passionate about? Like, is there a specific sport or something that you're doing that you're like, wow, this really lights me up? Or you're just still kind of figuring it out?
1: As of right now, I think I'm, I am very passionate about football. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to say because like looking back like two years ago, like I've never kicked a football in my life and like never watched a game and stuff. And now I'm just like, I'm obsessed with football. Like, (laughs) my life too is just like, every single day, football, football, football. And at first I was like, is this for me? Like, I wasn't too sure. When I go out there and like I'm succeeding and like playing in like my first games and stuff and like I'm out there and like that feeling that I get, it's like, I want that feeling. Like I crave that like emotional experience and like excitement that I had on my face when I was scoring and stuff too. So I was like, yeah, like football, I was like, I'm very passionate about it. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what I wanna do in the future with football because there's not very many opportunities past college right for football maybe like coaching football on the side or like just doing something that will always be like around uh football and like my coach said too, was like christy like if you ever want a job in football like we'll have you on our we <laughs> and we'll find you a job somewhere i'm like perfect yeah. like glad to see that my doors are open right for that so yeah that's
0: awesome yeah so when you when you were talking with the coaches after you sent that footage and then they were having a conversation was getting more serious of you being on the team what were you thinking did you still think this is kind of a joke this isn't real or were you like okay maybe I should try this out like what were you thinking when that moment happened when you're about to join the team for real
1: um well prior to meeting with the coach I thought it was like a joke like I was like the guys that were messaging me too were like like obviously like yeah cool and stuff but I was like I've never played football in my life like why would you want a 19 year old female that's never seen a game in her life, never been on, played on any kind of football team to be on like a varsity men's football team? Like that's very like unrealistic. And I was thinking like, I don't know, it's like, whatever, it's kind of a cool joke, whatever. Guys are messaging me. That's like, whatever, it's cool. But then when now current teammates, that was my friend uh, messaged me, it was like our coach saw the video, like he thinks you're really good. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Kind of piqued my interest a little bit. So I decided, um, my roommate actually wrote him an email from me, cause I was too nervous to like reach <laughs> out to him, right? And she's like, just do it, Christy. Like, what's the worst that could happen? I was like, hey, true, right? So like right away he responded. Thanks so much for reaching out. Like, I'd love to talk to you. So I was like, okay, like, ooh. So I go to his office and he like sits me down. He's like, what do you want out of this? I've never played football in my life. I don't know what I want out of this. Nothing really. Just like, I don't know, like a high five. Like, I don't know. Uh, And he was like, um, well, you have the talent. Like, I've seen the video. I think if you like actually work on this craft, you could get really good at it. Okay, like, I'll think about it. And then I I realized that like this opportunity, like, doesn't come every day, right? Like, might as well just go out there, train, practice, and see if I can actually um, have some potential in the sport tried it. And I was like, okay, like I'll go into the training camp. Worst thing that could possibly happen is I don't like it. And I can just stop. At least I tried and I ended up loving it. So.
0: Wow. Were you ever intimidated? Cause the football team is at 40, 50 guys. I was like, it's all obviously guys. And were you Here's just
1: 89 guys? Okay. it wasn't even close. Holy
0: shit. That is that's terrifying. Sure. What you first, like the first day where you, when you were in training camp, did most of the guys kind of take you seriously? Were they giving shit? Were they giving shit to you or were they accepting? Like, what was everyone's reaction like?
1: Yeah. So our first, everything that we had was a team meeting in the morning, like an introduction meeting um, in training camp. And yeah, the roster had 89 guys on and 12 male coaching staff, mm-hmm. so a room of over hundred guys. And I like walk in and like, obviously like heads turn. And I'm so nervous, like it's really, really intimidating. And I remember like only a couple guys knew that I was like actually like here um, to play. Um, most of them had no idea who I were. Like, I remember some of the guys were like, oh yeah, I thought you were like Mason's girlfriend. I thought you were the team mm-hmm. trainer. And I'm like, oh, no, like I'm your teammate, right? Yeah, I feel like I had a lot of pressure on me just because these guys never seen me kick before. I've never kicked in front of an audience before. And like, I felt like I had to prove myself to them and myself. And I feel like I did have a lot of guys that were iffy about me, which is totally fair, because if I was one of them, I'd be like, why is this like rando girl here? You know, it's like, it's not really a situation that most people have been. And I'm sure like none of them have ever had a girl on a team before. So it's just like a unique situation for everyone. But I think after like I went out there and showed them that like I was here, for the right reason I don't care about the publicity I just want to play football and like try to be an asset to the team I think I gained a lot more respect and I remember like the first one I kicked in front of them all um Christy all or nothing for gassers or something so like if I shank it or I have the whole team has to do double if not I get it um uh, and it's like woohoo like I got it right yeah. so it like like a lot of pressure for me my first kick ever and like thank goodness so like it was a good kick right so then like all the guys were screaming I was like okay like there's some support, some, some support here. Right. So, and like now, like two years later, like there's no doubt in my mind that these guys don't support and believe in me. So it's awesome to see the progression that was there.
0: Yeah. And how did
1: you, it's not
0: with, with football, you spent a lot of the team traveling and it's not just playing. There's a lot of like friendships and connections. So that time off side of the field and training, um, how did you kind of grow closer with the team like was there as any like hesitancy from others and obviously first of all the locker room it's a very like boys club you know there's the xbox the the couches and all that stuff so how did you kind of overcome that and kind of become friends with everyone
1: well with football too it's like your life is football like there's our coaches are say like it's like family like studies football and then social life can come on a different time right so i was like, like I'm with these guys every six days a week Mm -hmm. for at least three to four hours during training camp. It was like nine hours a day, right? So like I kind of had to not force myself to be out there, but like I had to try to make connections with people um, on the team. And like we did lots of team bonding activities too, which was really beneficial for me because I got to meet new people um, on the team and like form those friendships. Um, And then like, obviously, kicking is a very isolated position and there was only like two other kickers at this time so like I was kind of like on my own and I did have a lot of moments that I was like is this really for me like it's very difficult like mentally and like still to today I like struggle sometimes it's like this is like hard and in the locker room too like I'm I don't go in the locker room which is like obviously the locker room is like a big part where the guys like hang out and like enjoy their experiences together and I have like my own locker room which I'm very thankful for now but like two years ago when I was like changing in the woman's washroom I was like this kind of sucks like I can't yeah. like be there and like have those kinds of experiences with them but uh I guess like with traveling too like you've been on two trips this year and like going to Idaho like we get a bus back it was like nine hours so obviously there's lots of bonding on the bus um so yeah no it's been it's been awesome now.
0: Yeah, that's great, and I think you you said also like football is the your entire life, especially you got like your crazy lift schedule and training and games on the weekends. Um, So how do you balance like a social life and your mental health? Because there's a lot going on. You're a full time student, so how do you kind of take the time for yourself where you just kind of keep grinding through it?
1: I think right now I don't really have any time for a social life. Football mm-hmm. is the social life. That's what I yes. say, right? Like most of my friends are on the football team so I'm out there just talking to them and engaging in like regular conversations on the sidelines like that's like my my social life right and like lifting and like doing that kind of stuff like that's how I find my happiness through my social life and then like my roommate um she's on the basketball team and like she's my best friend so like Mm -hmm. hanging with her to like dinner just having like little conversations like that like gets me through the struggle that I have just. like everything cuz it it is it's very difficult um mm-hmm. not being able to like go out go shopping do this kind of stuff cuz like i just don't have the time right now mm-hmm. um but um with school struggling i struggle with school too just because like football like takes probably about like 6 hours of your day too and like after practice you're tired and, like you want to eat and sleep and like watch a show but like you have school too right so like i have a set schedule and i try to get like at least couple hours every day doing certain assignments. Um and like now that I'm taking all like upper division courses, it's more just like assignment based on a lot of exams, which is been beneficial for me because I am better at doing writing than papers and stuff. I like make a set schedule. We have study hall as a team as well, which is four days a week um, in the evening. So that like forces us to actually study. Like they take our phones and stuff. So like having knowing that I have that set period to study and focus on my academics is really good. So I like that a lot, which most people are like, study hall, like that's dumb. Like we don't want to be here, but yeah. I'm like, this is really good. Other than the guys like screaming and distracting people. It's, <laughs> it's a good place to be. I support study hall.
0: Nice. Yeah. So you have a lot of uh like training and lifting and stuff. So what is that like? And also have you felt yourself become stronger? How does that affect your body confidence, for example? So yeah, walk me kind of through that whole journey for you
1: so prior to being on the football team i was on the track team um and that's like more like light lifting like just a more power and explosion so going from that to going to lifting with these big line backers right like i'm pretty sure i've been with like the o-line and the d-line like for some reason every single semester lifting so it's like it's not intimidating because i obviously i know that i'm not gonna lift like 600 700 pounds right first like but whatever um but like the guys are like so supportive and like them lifting this heavy, like motivates me to want to lift heavier and be better. Um, so for example, like my bench press, first time ever doing bench press in training camp, my max bench was hundred pounds. I was like, oh, that's cool. Right. And then like the progression for me, like over the last two years, like I went up. Hi, I'm just popping in to say, if you like this episode, please subscribe on
0: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a review. And if you want to keep up to date with episodes and let me know what you thought of it, follow me on Instagram at wellnowapodcast. Let's get back to the interview.
1: To be benching like a plate three times. So like, it's really cool to see how much stronger I've gone in physically in the gym. And that's obviously makes me more confident in myself, like knowing that like, I'm in there like, I'm lifting like two plates less than these guys on some things but like I still feel strong and powerful and like I had the want to get stronger and be better. Right. So I think it's like a really good experience for me to be in there lifting with the guys. And like when we do like pull-ups and stuff like I'm doing more pull-ups than most of the guys too someone they're like yeah and yeah. they're <laughs> like yeah it's like you so it's like it's nice like mm-hmm. everyone's super supportive um of me and I feel like really confident just in general um, just with everything right now um, kicking wise and like body wise. Um, and I think that's just like, like I don't really need the support and reassurance from the guys in the team. Like I don't really care if they're like, Oh, Christy, like you look so strong. Like, I don't like, I just like, I just feel good about myself. Yeah. And I, that's what matters the most. Like weight is just a number. And like, I was like, we have to like do our weigh-ins every week. Mm-hmm. And I was like doing my weigh-in the other day. And I was like, Oh, like this is like more than I thought I would be, but I'm thinking like this is muscle, girl. Like, <laughs> here, right? You feel if you feel good about yourself, like that's all that matters, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Have
1: a little sweet once in a while. So. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And have other females come to you about wanting to play football, or like obviously there's been a lot of publicity um, with you playing. So have yeah, have other people come up towards you?
1: Yeah, so, first sure, like the publicity thing has been very stressful on me just because like mm-hmm. I'm not one that like necessarily put myself out there but I kind of like I feel like I kind of have to um in this situation like the media people are like Christy like you don't need to talk to these producers or these people um we can just go completely quiet on your story but I'm just kind of thinking like even though I don't really necessarily like this mm-hmm. I feel like it could help a lot of other people on their journey so mm-hmm. um that's why I continue to do these interviews. And, um, I've gotten so much positive support. Um, and so many girls like messaging me on Instagram or like, I started like posting TikToks. I, I saw know, them. Yeah. yeah. Getting a lot of views. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this, this is really cool. Cause like now I'm getting like, like so many younger females are just like messaging me saying like, like this morning I got like two, it's like, hi, like, I know this is weird for me, because you don't know who I am. But like, I know who you are. Mm -hmm. I think you're you're super cool. And like, I want to play football, too. So like, thank you for like, showing me that like, I can do this. And I know I want to because of you, like, you're a big inspiration. So like, those little comments are like, the best because it makes me feel so, I'm just so happy that I'm able to do something that I love to do. but Also, just be a role model for all these other younger women, older women that Mm -hmm. uh, want to go out there and like not necessarily play football, but do something out of their comfort zone.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. And do you think that will be more women playing on the team? Has there been, or is it just you right now, specifically for SFU? Um, do you see more female kickers or what other positions really are kind of realistic for, let's say, like a female to play?
1: Well, I'm the only female right now in the whole NCAA that's playing yeah. college football. Um there's been two other girls in canada that Mm -hmm. have been on our roster um and one was a running back and linebacker so like in my my, i would never do any of those positions yeah realistically a quarterback or a kicker would be what i would do because i the tackling yes a quarterback
0: still can get hit so that's still really scary like
1: a kicker can still get hit too but yeah you trust blockers that that won't happen right Mm um Honestly, I feel like any position for a female is possible if you just go in there and give it your all, right? Like, obviously, I wouldn't want to be like a big blocker person, but I think (laughs) females that would love to do that, right? And have talent and ability to do exactly what these guys are doing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't think, I I have no idea. Like, I've Mm -hmm. no one's reached out to me saying they have an interest, um, but obviously, our coaching staff wouldn't be opposed to that because they are super supportive and inclusive of that it just yeah it's a the thing is like you just got to put yourself out there like I feel like I'm sure there's girls that do have interest in like coming out to doing trying on a position um but I think it's just like the lack of confidence that they do have and like for me too like I was lacking confidence oh like to the max when I first joined the team but it just like you got to take the, that little step. Right. And that little step can lead to great things. So I advise all women that want to try just to go out there and just like, just shoot your shot. Let's go out there. Like what's the yeah, worst? Might as well.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. What do you think overall about being at SFU? Like, I think you guys got a new stadium, right. A new fitness center with the past few years. How has that kind of little upgrade been for you guys?
1: I think is huge, right? Like mm-hmm. before, like football wise we had to go to swan guard stadium to play our games um so now that the new stadium is built it's like it feels like home right like we actually have a place that we can call home and like it's really beneficial for me because when i'm out there training every single day like i can visualize myself playing my actual games there and so when i go into an actual game situation like i had the last two weeks you have had at home games mm-hmm. like i'm thinking myself i kick here every single day I Know how to kick here. This is really good. So, when I go into the game situations, like this is just like practice, right? So, it's like really good mentally for me just to have that whole surrounding that I'm used to. And then, like with the locker room situation, we got the new locker rooms, and I was in the guy's locker room for the first month in August. And like, I had my little section, and I was like walking backwards and close my eyes and like, run to my spot. Um, <laughs>
0: You're like, I'm not I okay. was literally.
1: <laughs> and I was like okay it's cool like I'm like glad that I can kind of be a part of the team um and then like after practice I would just like run and put my stuff out and then run out um and then the SFU uh director of athletics she like came up to me and she was like like we got you your own locker room and like it has the exact same lockers that the guys have in their room and like we got you a separate one like we didn't forget about you so I was like that's like so sweet like obviously I like didn't think that, that was gonna happen like I just expected myself to be changing in like the women's locker room which I was fine with so like to, to have them like recognize that I'm gonna have a safe my own safe space mm-hmm. just to like girls only right and just to have my own little area it was like really really nice and heartwarming that I
0: yeah it seems like you've got a lot of really good support from the school which is amazing not just your coaches but everyone else how has your family reacted to this are they huge football fans are they like out there rooting for you
1: obviously they're huge Christy fans like of
0: course
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so like my I, I have an older brother and he never played football like our okay. family was never football football at all um but yeah we got like my my mom and dad both bought the extra 88 jerseys um last weekend because oh I find them. and yeah they come to all my home games my mom has like a huge sign that says like number 88 like we love Christy and mm-hmm. stuff and yeah they're my biggest fans and like my dad too like every single day he like he's like not good with social media like both my parents are but like they like look up Christy Elliott like on the internet and like send me like new, like, new links to like articles Aww. I'm like in this one I'm like yes it's me talking like I <laughs> I know exactly what I said but, yeah like every day it's like they don't care about like the media they mm-hmm. just like care about my like well-being and that I'm loving the sport so yeah like my mom texts me like every single day it's just like how are you doing like how's football like Mm -hmm. how's life going in general so it's like nice to have that support and like my mom too like she doesn't know anything about football so the other day day, um in our game when my kick got blocked um she was saying to my roommate that when they were watching the game they're like did christy kick actually that bad like because like the ball obviously like got blocked and like went like down yeah Used to do that kick, like what happened? Is she okay? And so, so, my roommate Sophie's like, No, like it got blocked. Do you actually think like Christy kicked that bad? Like, yeah, I didn't know the ball could get blocked. So, it's like, <laughs> oh, she's still learning the sport too. Yes. I can like help her out. So, no, yeah, they're they're great. Yeah,
0: oh, that's so precious. I love that. Okay. Um, do you want to get into some rapid fire questions as we end the episode? Okay. This one's to do with football. Okay, what is your song of choice or like playlist to like amp you up before a game? You're like, let's fucking go. So like, what is what is it?
1: Okay, this is really weird because like obviously guys listen to like super like hype music, right? Yes. yes. Um, I don't even like that kind of music, so I literally just listen to like Milky Chance and like Vance <laughs> and all these kind of like more calm music, but like it still gets me fired up. Like, yeah, yeah, a- yeah. Right. So it's like that kind of stuff.
0: Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Um. What is your biggest pet peeve?
1: Oh, I hate knuckle cracking that's not yes a good one at all um yeah. I, I don't like when people are just like super loud mm-hmm. just over the top just like laughing just like <laughs> like really loud no no i don't like the loud loud laughing no <laughs>
0: okay fair enough okay after um like a long day of training in school and you want to go home and you like this is your dream meal what is it gonna be like you're fucking tired and you want to just have like the, what's the perfect meal
1: okay so it would be rips okay Like my mom's homemade ribs, Mm -hmm. big juice—not the small ones, like the big juicy, thick ones. Yeah. And M and M's meat shops scalp potatoes. I'm. Okay. So good. good. I don't know (laughs) why. Um, and then baked broccoli with the coconut oil and garlic. That's a must. And then just For to drink
0: yeah which kind yeah, no. what kind I'm a huge like kombucha snob so like I probably know what do you have like, a kind that's your favorite uh,
1: synergy one I think that's yes
0: what it's called. yep yeah yep my I favorite. know it I know it
1: and I, put, like, I don't like drink um alcohol so I would put like my kombucha like in a wine glass or something just like pretend it's like super fancy um and then I would have cheesecake
0: that's a really good answer you knew that you didn't have any time to think you were just like oh I know <laughs>
1: that's yeah because people like ask me to like if you were on death row what would you have it would yeah. be Exactly that. <laughs> yeah
0: I love that okay what is one thing most people don't know about you
1: I've I've never eaten a pickle before I what? swear I swear I swear
0: how I don't know are like, you just like, like do you not like it or just the situation hasn't come up or the opportunity hasn't come up for you to eat a pickle
1: well, obviously there's been opportunities for me to eat yes
0: so do and... you do you not like it or
1: growing up i was just like kind of scared of them that's kind of weird i don't know but like just like Mm. in the jar yeah just juicing with i'm just like bad vibes right so like yeah so i just like didn't like want to like associate myself with pickles at all and then like as i'm getting older now it's like obviously like i have had many opportunities to try pickle but now i'm just kind of like i'm not gonna try one like i don't want to i it's something that i can say that i've never done yeah like just the smell kind of like I don't know. Just the whole pickle.
0: Yeah. If you you've done 21 years of just not having to pickle, you can keep going. Exactly.
1: No pickles for me. (laughs)
0: Um, If your life was a movie, what genre would it be? And who would play you? The person doesn't have to look like you either. It can just be like a celebrity or someone that you're like, I admire them. It can even be a guy.
1: If my life was a movie, um, that'd be a cool movie. um it would definitely be a comedy because I feel like my life is just very a mess <laughs> who would play me I don't I don't watch a lot of movies I would want to play me
0: good good you'll you'll you I mean, you're I'd a be triple a threat
1: person to play me even though like I'm very bad like I'm super bad at like acting and that kind of stuff like in yeah. the theater kind of stuff but I'd make it funnier right if I'm just yeah. Like myself so
0: hell yeah um do you have any like off the top of your head any like um embarrassing moments that can be with football or anything or just in general that you're like that was pretty embarrassing
1: okay yeah I have a football one okay um yeah. a couple of weeks ago actually um we are on the road in Idaho mm-hmm. and the bus left without me
0: oh, where were you
1: I do I, I would say that's embarrassing but it's kind of really funny it's yeah. actually, actually it's kind of embarrassing considering like how can you forget me like I am yes. like I stick out so much and you forget <laughs> <me>. <laughs> we, were, we were um doing a walk through at some high school in like Idaho or something mm-hmm. and I obviously have to change somewhere else so mm-hmm. this man takes me way way far into the middle of the school right to get changed and the guy's after the walkthrough, they didn't get changed. They just put had their t-shirts on and like went onto the bus. Cause it was close to the hotel, mm-hmm. but I don't wear my clothes, my gross mm-hmm. clothes. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. just going to change. And then like walk out to the bus. Um, I thought I took like 10 minutes. I thought I was speedy fast. Mm-hmm. When I got out there, the bus is going away without me. And I'm <laughs> literally, I was a joke, but it was not a joke. I'm literally just running. And like, I'm waving the bus down. I'm like, hello, like <laughs> don't you, about you. Right. And then the bus is gone and stuff and like, they finally like, realize like I'm not there so it stops whatever I'm like running and I'm like laughing but I'm also like we're in the middle of nowhere like I don't have like data here like yes
0: yeah, yes yeah. so
1: like this is like not a good situation <laughs> I like, walk on the bus and just like Christian like where were you I'm like why didn't you wait for me like what yeah. <laughs> and then like one of the other coaches was like to a different coach was like why, why didn't we do roll call? So like now, like every single time we like do anything, we have to do a like roll call. And the guys are like, "Don't worry, christy's here." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: oh, oh man, yeah. that's so funny. That's on them though. Fully, fully. You were just, you were just changing. That's on them.
1: <laughs> I know. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, there's there's a lot of football stories. Just I have to think about them. But yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. Okay. Um, what's one thing that you're missing from your life right now?
1: Honestly. I feel like right now I'm just missing, I don't know. I've been through like over the summer, I broke up with my boyfriend and like my stepdad um, has ALS. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of, I feel kind of empty sometimes. I think that's like the biggest thing. Just like, like I do have a lot of little joys in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Things that do make me happy, but like, I just feel like I'm not my full self right now. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's like, Okay, I, yeah, like, I <laughs> felt that way yeah like with like 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 there's so much like going on in my life that I should be happy about and like with my football and like, all my success and that mm-hmm. and like my good relationships with my friends and my family but I just feel kind of like I don't know like I'm just not necessarily the Christie that I was like six months ago that and that's sense.
0: okay I feel like there's so many things that are changing especially uh like a breakup that changes your life completely you know so that's okay to feel that way it's you're we're constantly changing um and especially at your age there's a lot more that's going to happen and those uni those uni years are essential so especially in football you love those moments people are always like these are the best years of your life university because I'm out of it two years now what the fuck I'm turning 25 which is terrifying and those were the best years of my life so really soak those in because they happen so quickly I sound like though like a fucking mom that's like (laughs) love your college years but actually do because they go by so quickly
1: yeah I think I have to do that more I feel like just taking the little moments of happiness because I feel like just like Mm -hmm. I'm just so stressed all the time and like with everything Mm -hmm. going on I don't like I don't like just like sit here and think about like how fortunate I am to be in a situation like Mm -hmm. living Mm -hmm. awesome awesome people Mm -hmm. um taking those little moments um yeah
0: yeah. Okay. I have two more questions. What's one thing you would tell your sixteen-year-old self?
1: I would tell my sixteen-year-old self not to care what anyone would think about you. Mm-hmm. Like now, like, like in my sixteen-year-old self, I would like in high school, I would, I would wear so much makeup and all this stuff, and like, <laughs> like thought that like I had to please everyone. Mm-hmm. And like now, like, the only person I feel like I need to please is like myself. Like I don't like I look good if I wanted for myself. Like I don't care what anyone has to think. I think just like being in like a football team with all these guys, like I don't need to impress anyone, right? And like, I think that's the biggest thing. And like, when I go to par- like all these football parties now too, mm-hmm. it's so funny because all like everyone's dressing super nice because it's all like the football team. Then I'm like, there's literally no point in me dressing up nice. <laughs> like if I want to look nice for myself, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeans on and a nice shirt. I mean, yeah. I see these guys every day so I like go in sweatpants and I still have so much fun. And like, I don't care what these people think about me. Totally. Um, there's, there's yeah. And if they were judging me by the way that I was dressing, it's like, I don't need these people in my life anyway. Right. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely that.
0: That's a good um, one. And yeah, this is a little offside, but with dating, let's say like meeting guys and stuff. And you say that you're on a football team and you do that. Is that intimidating for them or I just want to know, like, also if this is too personal, we can cut this out, but I'm just actually curious.
1: Yeah. So, um, in my last relationship, um, I was already in the team when I started to date the guy, he was definitely intimidated. He had absolutely no reason to be intimidated, um, or have any trust in with that situation at all. Um, but he's always, yeah, he'd always like bring it up. He was like, do you guys have any do you mean history of the guys in the team like any guys that should be oh working? My God. <laughs> <laughs> All, all this stuff too it's like like these guys are big like <laughs> like all, all like little things it's like why yeah. are you like no like no it's completely mm-hmm. fine it's like I guess for them it is like especially like when you're first getting to know me you don't really know me and like you realize that like I'm with like 90 guys like all the time like mm-hmm. obviously they have like thoughts and like questions about that mm-hmm. but I'm literally just here to play football like these guys exactly. are my brothers it's not like like I don't know what you want me to say like yeah so yeah. I haven't had too many experiences with guys in that situation but like lots of guys like I've been talking to like recently and stuff they're they think it's so cool this is a, you're so bad as they should
0: as they should if they have a problem with it then they're clearly not yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if
1: they're intimidated by me then that's Oh, bye bye Right. Like like, it's just a sport, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Um, okay. I have one last question. Who are the three most influential people in your life?
1: The first one would probably be my mom, just because she has, she's had two heart attacks in the last like six years. Um, Mm -hmm. and she's quit her job to be a full-time caretaker for my stepdad. Mm -hmm. Um, she still always is so positive and helps me through a lot. Um, I think I take her for granted sometimes too, just cause she does so much for me. And mm-hmm. I feel like I don't give her that um, back um, sometimes. Um, and then the second one would be coach Erdman. So he's my special teams. He was my special teams coordinator last year. Um, and now he's uh, a different position coach, but um, I honestly don't think, I don't even know if I'd be playing football um today if it wasn't for him just because he's like the one person that's like gave me that constant reinsurance that i think that i needed just to get my confidence up um and be the best athlete i could possibly be today um so he would be my second one and then i think the third one probably be my roommate um just because she's been through so much she tore her acl um last year in her basketball season and um, she just never gave up on the sport and just kept going out there, going through surgery, rehab, um, and she's uh, helped me a lot with my faith. So just like having that friendship with her um, has been a lot to me.
0: That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, Christy. I know this took a little longer than I said, but I really appreciate you just being so open about your story and football and everything. I know you do a lot of these interviews, but yeah, I appreciate it and I can't wait like, I need to come out and go see you play. Or like, I don't know, when's your next home game? Can you let everyone know, yeah, where to follow you, where to find everyone, how to support you, because what you're doing is so freaking cool. Like, I I think it was just on TikTok and your videos just popped up on my feed because so many people are watching them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. so we don't have any more home games this okay. year. Uh, we were supposed to have one this weekend, but Texas isn't coming here because they only have six people vaccinated. So. Oh. <laughs> You wouldn't want to play them anyway. Yes. Uh, So yeah, we're just traveling um, for the next like four weekends in a row. We're in Montana and Oregon, so like all these cool places. Um, I think probably the biggest way to follow my story would be to follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. K. just my name. Um, And yeah, I don't know what else you said. I forgot. No, that was it. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is probably probably the most fun interview I've had
0: christy i hope you love this episode as much as i do i'll put all her links in the show notes so you can follow and support her and yeah let me know what you think and i'll see you next week